Hi, I'm Emily. Hi, I'm Nicole. And this is Yes Dude, the show about shit we like. How are you? Well, oh no, okay. <laughs> Hold on a second, there's two of you. It the little the the little tiny one didn't pop up when I was in Audacity until I went back to Skype. <laughs> so there okay. was just two of you. Um, my neighbors don't know what quarantine means, so if there are children screaming, it's my neighbors who don't have kids who live with them that I know of. <laughs> but it's Easter, so apparently everyone's there now. Weird. Yeah. There's just been children screaming and running around since like four o'clock, and I'm like, St- at least stay in your apartment, because they're like out in the courtyard. And I'm like, this is not a house. <laughs> like, other people live here. Like, be respectful of your neighbors, please. Yeah. Well, here in Portland, it's been pretty quiet. It's not going to be quiet here in 17 minutes when it turns <laughs> 7 o'clock and we do our 7 o'clock appreciation for essential workers. Oh. But around the neighborhood today, that's been pretty quiet. There's been people outside walking because it's been gorgeous. I think it's like over 60 degrees or something. I didn't go outside a whole lot today, but it was pretty. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It sprinkled a little bit yesterday when I was going to work and coming back from work. But I don't. I haven't gone outside today. It's been pretty the last like, I want to say week or so. Yeah, and it's supposed to be pretty or nice at least for the next like three days. I I think. Yeah, but we'll see. It's Oregon and the weather changes. So <laughs> yeah. So how's your work going? So work is going well. Pretty steady. I would say that it's going as good as expected, considering we didn't have a work from home policy prior to corona so yeah (laughs) Uh, we're working through the bugs but for the most part it's going pretty well people working at home are actually working from home surprise (laughs) i'm not surprised but other people are but it's kind of cool to to see success in that just because i know that's something a lot of a a lot of people have wanted for a while and to finally have that and be successful at it is is cool i don't necessarily get that option i mean i get that option but i don't get that option my job though is going well uh, staying busy with billing, picking up small tasks that I don't normally pick up just because other people aren't in the office. I don't mind. Keeps me busy. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't complain. How is work for you? So I talked to you on Thursday a little bit. I just mentioned that I worked a double on Thursday. So I got there because I was opening on Thursday already. And I got there and my manager called or my manager came by at like between 9 and 11 probably to drop off the new schedule. And then she called at 11 and asked if I could work a double. And I'm like... I mean, I guess I'm already here, so <laughs> I can. It's going to suck, but sure. And then she came by at like three to drop off a new schedule, <laughs> like a new version of the one she'd already dropped off that day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then yesterday, because we have three managers for like the North stores. Yeah. One of the other managers came by to drop off another version of the schedule. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. But now I'm going to or this week at least, I'm going to be Monday closing, Tuesday and Wednesday off, and then doubles Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh, God. (laughs) So it's the same (laughs) amount of hours. It's just all at once. Oh. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. I mean, at least I'll only have to drive in a couple times a week instead of like every day, but yeah. But when you're used (laughs) to kind of like a schedule though. Yeah. Why do you have to work doubles? So my opener... Is not available on Thursdays right now. I don't know why. I didn't ask. So I was opening Thursday and then Thursday and Friday. And then I don't know why I'm doing doubles. Maybe my opener is doing doubles Tuesday and Wednesday. 
I don't look that closely at it. <laughs> I don't know why. But you're just doing doubles. That's yeah. all you know. <laughs> I mean, it's the same amount of hours. I'm not going to complain about it. And then, you know. Right. Get less Put that hours. out into the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. Good call. Well, I'm glad that we're both still employed. That makes me happy. Yeah. My poor mom found out she's only getting paid through the 24th of April. Mm. And then maybe after that, but she's but probably not. Yeah. Um. So it'll be interesting to see how that, all that plays out. So that's kind of a bummer. But everyone else I know is still in the same status. So things have kind of evened out and plateaued. Uh, yeah. Can't complain. Yeah, I feel better now that it's not like a new update every day. Yeah, same. <laughs> what are you looking for? <laughs> My notes. Oh. What are you drinking? Crystal Light. Oh, yeah. You said that. Which one? Cherry Palm. Mm. It is super red. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and jingly. <laughs> and slurpy. Yeah. <laughs> I have an update from last week's episode. Oh. About your topic. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Do tell. So, okay. You read all the flavors of Bailey's, right? Yeah. And we were talking about how I don't, I'm not a fan of Bailey's and I can't drink it anyway. Except almond isn't a flavor of Bailey's. It's not almond Bailey's. It's their almond milk version. Oh. (laughs) So I got that. So you can. I can. It's still, I'm not a huge fan, but I paid for it. So (laughs) I guess I'm drinking Bailey's now. There you go. Cool. Cheers to that, friend. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Also, love your Honeydukes mug. Yeah. That makes my little soul happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, my cousin, Cody. Yes. <laughs> you know Cody. You're just gonna, like, straight up call him out. <laughs> well, <laughs> he said that he's going to play our show at work, right? While they're, like, moving their plants and stuff. He's fairly Republican now, and we're fairly not. <laughs> so we'll see how long that lasts, <laughs> but... <laughs> But hey, it's Listen. <laughs> At hey, least Cody. <laughs> Shout out to Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the at least one listen. Yeah, because he said he was going to, because uh, I posted about having four episodes up and he said he was going to download them today and play. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we'll right, see. Cool. Thanks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be fun. I'm interesting to see his feedback. Yeah. My brother messaged me yesterday. Not yesterday. It was yesterday. No, it was Friday, because that's when the episode goes up. He doesn't message me Friday. He's like, hey, where's the new episode, Slacker? I'm like, it's up. (laughs) He's like, oh, I didn't get a notification. I'm like, I don't know, but it's there. (laughs) It's there, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Whoop, whoop. Go listen to it. (laughs) We're consistent now. We've gone pro. Well, I mean. SoundCloud. Well, I I don't, like, have them set. I'm still doing that on my own, but I can have it, like, set it to upload on its own. Yeah. I just think it's cool. pro. (laughs) According to SoundCloud. <laughs> and we're official on iTunes. Yeah. Which I still can't get over. <laughs> I, still, I still think it's the coolest thing ever. Like, we're doing a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of doing a thing, what <laughs> is your first topic? All right. My topics this week are a little short. I wasn't super feeling it this week. I don't know. Like, I had these in mind, and then I got to today when I was, like, getting ready, when I was, like, looking them up and stuff. I don't know. I've felt not great today, so... Well, I'm glad that you're here. (laughs) Well, thanks. (laughs) But I had already, like, started looking it up, and I'm like, I've already done half the work. I might as well just do these things that I already had planned. Just wrap it up. Yeah. So, my first thing is yoga. Yes! (laughs) 
yoga in like the American like Western sense, not <laughs> not like all the spiritual stuff. True traditional, but, yeah, body, mind, soul yoga. But Western <clears throat> yoga, <laughs> there's a yoga studio by my work that does hot yoga. They stayed open, I feel like, far too long during all of this. They've yeah. only been closed for like a couple weeks, and I'm like, I think, yeah, I think like since the lockdown. But even before that, people were like. Yeah, our gyms have been closed down since the beginning of March. Yeah. Far before the mayor oh, I know. for governor um, even called for a lockdown. Planet Fitness either better not charge me or, like, give me a refund. <laughs> right? Mine's prepaid, so I want an extension of my membership. Exactly. <laughs> like, I can't go, so I have 24 hours, so I doubt they'll do that, but... If enough people get upset about it, they will have to. Who was it? I don't remember. I was talking to a customer about something. Oh, her tanning salon. Like, they weren't going... They were still going to charge people, like, cancellation fees. And then... What? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. And then the everyone was pissed off about it. So they are just like, okay, you can, like, keep your stuff or whatever. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. A, yikes. Yeah. That yeah. would be really... No. Yeah. My... The massage therapist I was going to go see after... The day after tax season... Mm -hmm. next week she emailed me last week and was like hey consider your appointment canceled rebook me in a couple months i'm like months (laughs) bitch i want a massage now i mean i get it obviously yeah but like (laughs) i saw it coming i totally saw it coming but i'm like oh so i've been using a tennis ball against the wall (laughs) on my back yeah (laughs) we're like the only ones okay so at my like little shopping center it's cvs a waxing place us i'm gonna blank out the name there a stretching place <laughs> they like put you it looks like chiropractor but they are not they don't do anything with the bones they're just helping you stretch oh. <laughs> i'm sure legally they're not allowed to say anything that sounds like chiropractic right <laughs> because it's just a bunch of like college kids doing it i've talked to the guys who work there Weird. so it's the stretching place and then the yoga place so like all <laughs> like those three it's just us and cbs the other three are closed closed right now. But the waxing place shut down first, like mid-March sometime, which is interesting to me. I mean, for waxing, you have to get it real close, so... Well, for stretching, they do too. Yeah. Get on the table and you, like, push on your stuff. I don't know what they do. You can stretch with bands and stuff, though, and get, like, extra space. Yeah. That's not what they do, though. Oh. (laughs) I don't think so. One of my customers went over there. I don't think that's what they do. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. Yeah. Anyway, yoga, not hot yoga, which is. I'm, hold on. Something. I just wait a second. I'm intrigued by this. <laughs> no, yeah. So are we. Have you looked them up on the internet? Like, yes. <laughs> yes. And it literally says like, oh, is it, you, you can't get as good a stretch at home. Let us help you. Basically, it's so confusing. That is. It's not like physical therapy. No. Nope. They don't do anything because they are not certified physicians it's just like you need a part-time job come in here we'll teach you how to stretch people (laughs) i don't know that is the weirdest business i've ever heard of in my life yeah but it's a chain so like obviously (sighs) because it's the it used to be a hair salon that's a whole story (laughs) okay (laughs) yeah that's a good (laughs) one actually okay i'm over my obsession with we can go back to yoga now okay more A different kind of stretch. Okay, so yoga in Western society denotes a modern form of hatha yoga and yoga as exercise, consisting largely of the postures called 
asanas. I know all of the things about that. <laughs> like, none of this is new information to me, but, like, I don't remember any of the words. Like, asanas. I know that they're, they have names. Like the yogas? Yeah. Like, I know there's, like, vinyasa. Yeah. Well, the, it's just the posture. Like, the poses are oh. called asanas. Oh. But that, it's just the poses. <laughs> okay. So, like, all of the words are sound exotic, but, I mean, it's just the yoga poses. <laughs> Hatha yoga texts originated between the 9th and 11th centuries uh, with origins in Tantra. I didn't go too deep into the research there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to take that for what it is. Well, I feel like maybe I should have gone farther into what they mean by with origins in Tantra, <laughs> because I feel like we all know that word. Well, I mean, And it yes. has some connotations. But like I said, we're just going to le- take that for what that is, and... Yeah. <laughs> Indian gurus introduced the West to yoga following the success of Swami Vivekananda in late 19th and early 20th centuries. So basically, Swami. You know the word Swami. Yes. It's like a title. So yes. so he like wrote some books and stuff. Basically, he's like a famous yoga instructor who brought it over here. I mean, he's, it's more spirit. He's not a yoga instructor. He's not wearing like Lululemon. But basically, he brought it over here in... You know, the 1867, I think it said. Which seems pretty early. That's pretty early. (laughs) Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it does make sense when you think about, like, British colonization and stuff, that it would make its way west. Yeah, that's true. But, apparently, in 1924, America put a, like, a cap on the amount of Indians that we were letting into the country. Of course we did. So, if you wanted to learn more about yoga, you had to travel to India and learn over there. And I'm like, that's fun. That lasted until 1960-something. Okay, I was going to say, is that still in effect? Because if so, that would be real messed up. I no. Okay. <laughs> no. They, okay. uh, they revised that in the 60s, which meant that more gurus could come over here and start teaching over here again, which is why it was so popular in the 70s. Outside of India, yoga has turned into a posture-based physical fitness, stress relief, and relaxation technique, which is how we see it here, basically. Basically how we see it now. Exactly. So there was a study in last year, March. March of 2019, there was a study that showed. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what it showed now that I'm looking at the numbers. (laughs) I assume it's some sort of like you didn't, like you could choose more than one option. Yeah. Because the first two numbers are 54% and 52%, which is more than 100% of the people surveyed. So I assume that you can choose more than one thing, but 54% want to practice yoga to release tension, 52% to get stronger both physically and mentally, 43% to feel happier, 27% for some more me time, 21% to feel less lonely, and 20% to unplug. Hmm. Which... Makes sense. That sounds like all the things that people say if they do yoga. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, for me, if and when I do yoga, it's a majority of those things. Yeah. A mixture. So that makes sense. Yeah. So I've gone... That was all my notes. <laughs> That's all okay. the notes I took on yoga. Okay. So I've gone to at exactly two classes, like official leave your house and go mm-hmm. with, like, other people who actually know how to do yoga. Yeah. The first time was... The first person that I met from Instagram, you don't you don't know her. Nope, <laughs> you don't know any of them. Uh, but she was a yoga teacher. And when I lived in East Hollywood, her studio was like down the street from me. So she was like, hey, come do a free class. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I can, man. Yeah, except 
<laughs> that was a real heavy sigh. Well, I mean, it was like, it was fun. I had a good time, but it's not like it was a bunch of us who like had never done yoga and also knew each other from Instagram. Like I just okay. showed up to this like regular class that she was already doing. So that's intimidating, <laughs> especially when basically you have to be in the front row <laughs> because all the other spots are taken. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess I don't hate that. I recently went and did a class with my mom and we ended up, I think, being up in the front row. I kind of got over that fear when I did Zumba at LCC. I was in the front of a bunch of older women and some younger high school girls, which were is intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're all here for the same thing. Yeah. And that's when I stopped caring about being in the front row. So. Yeah. I, I'm just not. I, I, I do understand right. that fear. I'm not. <laughs> I do understand that fear. Yeah. And then the second class, that was fun. That was like a group of us booked a class. Sick. Yeah. And it was fun because it was blacklight yoga and we all got painted up with like neon paint and stuff. Yeah. That was a good time. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where can I sign up for that? Yeah. That was really fun. That, that was, was in LA? Yeah. Okay. And then a couple times I've done like beach yoga basically with like the same group of people, but it wasn't like an official, like we didn't sign up for a class. We just like went to do yoga on the beach. That's fun. Yeah. It's a fun time. <laughs> and then you look up at the pier and you're like, oh, people are watching us. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, well, once you're in a zone, so the, that's the whole purpose of it. First time I didn't, I forgot to grab my mat. Like, I have a yoga mat, so I can just do it at home <laughs> because it's just easier than trying to find a class and, like, you just pull up a video and do it at home. Do it. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> I forgot to have, like, to bring a mat. So I'm like, well... I guess I'm just going to do it in the sand. And then we did <laughs> the work? end part where you lay down and I had sand in my hair for like three days. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh rough. Bad like, idea. Well, <laughs> I mean, my mom, my late. mom's fitness, <laughs> my mom's fitness studio in Castle Rock, uh, studio 117 is doing all their classes online. Mm-hmm. Uh, all their yoga classes right now are free mm-hmm. and a donation, whatever you can give. If yeah. you can give something that's cool. So they have like, a schedule on their Facebook page. I think I might pop over there and check it out. One of the days this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, since I have to be, we could do that together. We could like be like, Hey, what are you doing? (laughs) I guess the days you're not working doubles. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Cause that's my thing. Cause I wanted to like do it before work and like start off my day all nice and stretch out and relax a little bit and get a little workout in. I think we should all use this quarantine time to get jacked. <laughs> and then just <laughs> I mean or at what least else better are we than doing we were before? What better than we were before? Yeah. I mean, what else are we doing? Literally nothing. Exactly. Let's all get ripped and then we can just go fuck shit up when we're done when this is over. <laughs> we can just go punch stuff. <laughs> ninja status yeah but uh yeah i mean if i'm opening three days a week i already have to get up at six o'clock to get to work on time if i'm opening during the week yes i'm not gonna get up at like 4 30 to do yoga no <laughs> i could you could just do it after work i'll do it after time. it's just yes. gonna suck because i've already been at work all day <laughs> But, like, that's the best time to do it, though, because your hips will be sore and, like, you'll stretch them out and I'll feel good and you can go to bed. Yeah. Except I'm not sore because I'm just sitting all day because <laughs> nobody coming in. <laughs> yeah. Has your business slowed down? Oh, yeah. If people don't have to go to work, then they don't have to wear work clothes. This is true. <laughs> yeah. Which is why also why we had to cut back the plant, like, 50% because there's not enough business <laughs> to keep them all on. Yeah, we were really busy the other day, but, it, I mean, it's slow. I read a lot right now. I read, like, that's four awesome. books last week. That. Four fucking books in a week? Yeah. Jesus. Look at you. <laughs> There's nothing else to do at work. But yeah, so I used to have 
the like Beachbody on demand thing. But it's like forty bucks a month. <sighs> That's a yeah. lot of money. I also did the Beachbody on demand. Yeah. I liked it, but I also was not down to pay forty dollars a month. Exactly. <laughs> it's fine, but it's kind of expensive. So you can just find videos on YouTube. I like there's a channel I subscribe to called Psyche Truth. Psyche like P S Y C H E truth (laughs) (laughs) i forgot how to spell it for a second uh they do stuff (laughs) you have like if you go look at it you'll be like yeah that makes sense emily would like this (laughs) (laughs) like they do like sometimes karina will get on there with like a healthy rice recipe or something (laughs) and then they have like yoga instructors i think they're in austin or somewhere in texas and then they have like massage videos and stuff Ooh, i would like that yeah so, weird thing. Yeah. I had a fleeting thought about going to massage school the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and? I'm looking at how much it costs. Hmm, nice. Yeah. So, that's a thing. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Care if I, do yoga. Care if I jump to my get your, get your Get your stretches on. And happy Easter. I don't know. <laughs> you can go. Girl, get your stretches on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Yes. Oh, thank you, Corinne Bailey Ray. I think All it's right. Corinne. Is it Corinne? I thought it was Corinne. I think it's Corinne. Oh, Corinne, Corinne <laughs> Bailey Ray. We all know who I was talking about. Okay, so my topic this week. Mm-hmm. You're going to laugh at me because this is a very niche thing. And you're going to be like, of course you would pick this item. <laughs> Fuse beads. Do you understand why? No, <laughs> you say that like <laughs> I know those words. <laughs> okay. Uh, what if I say the word perler beads? Does that ring a bell? No. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> oh man. Super, super sad. Okay. So fuse beads are like what little kids play with. They're are like they little, like Orbeez? Like what? Orbeez? <laughs> the hell's an Orbee? <laughs> I watch a lot more YouTube than you do. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like the little things and then you put them in water and they like swell up. Oh, I love those. Those are like little balls, right? Yeah. I play with those all the time. I actually have Oh, the, the melty ones you're talking y- about. Yeah, the okay. fuse beads. Okay. I, I don't know what we used to call them, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> so, fuse beads. What are they? <laughs> Let me explain. <laughs> fuse beads are plastic beads you place on a special pegboard and then iron them to fuse them together. Mm-hmm. As a fuse beater myself, do not iron them on your pegboard. Use masking tape or painter's tape to transfer your design to an ironing surface and then iron on that. I promise you, you will screw up your pegboard if you iron on your pegboard. We always did it on the pegboard. We did it at day camp. Oh. That's the only place I know that from. But we always did it on the board. Oh, not me. Well, I mean, a bunch of kids probably aren't going to be too great at transferring them, so it made more sense. That's true. But as a pro (laughs) fuse bead perler artist, don't iron a pegboard. Okay. Where did they come from? Perler beads were created by Gunnar Knudsen in Vallingby, Stockholm, Sweden in the early 1960s. Are you sure you said that right? (laughs) No, I'm not. I know Stockholm, Sweden. Yeah. Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure about Vallingby. Okay. <laughs> Don't know how to pronounce that one. Yeah. They were made basically to help old people. Therapy for the elderly. But they were introduced in, introduced to children shortly thereafter. So that's how we know them, right? As like children. 
it makes <laughs> sense because it takes a lot of like fine motor skills for both young people and old people so yeah makes sense why they're popular with both <laughs> so there are several different kinds of fuse beads um melty beads they're the worst don't waste your time i'm not gonna waste my time talking about them <laughs> <laughs> Why are uh, they the worst, though? They're super inconsistent, like the sizing, they melt inconsistently, they're just no bueno. No good. <laughs> no good. Nabby beads are shiny as they melt, whereas perler, I'll talk about in a minute, are more matte. I myself like the matte look, so I choose perler. Nabby's not a bad option. They melt a little uneven- unevenly. The middle doesn't melt totally. If you're trying to, like, do an over-iron to make them stick together. The longer you iron them, obviously, the more they're going to melt, the stronger they're going to be. Nabby doesn't melt all the way, so just be aware of that. You will always have little holes in the middle. Like I said, good option, but my favorite, and I think probably the most popular, is Perler. They're the best quality bead. They melt evenly, like I said, with a matte finish. All beads are uniformly shaped. Um, I've only had, like, one or two out of the several thousand that I've bought that is shorter or weirdly shaped. Uh, other than that, they're all normally perfect. <laughs> All the same shape. So I'm going to throw a little disclaimer. Perler beads are small. They may present a (laughs) choking hazard for children. Yeah. Or anyone that likes to put things in their mouth. Yeah. So just know that. A perler bead art can be turned into jewelry, keychains, magnets, coasters, and sometimes mounted and layered on canvas for a 3D effect. I think that's pretty legit. Um, (laughs) They're like real perler artists. Uh, I'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) So my my introduction to fuse beads was through, obviously, the rave scene. Um, We trade candy. Which is um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I was a child going to church camp. <laughs> yes. And you found them because you go to drug parties. <laughs> hey, not drug parties. Dance parties. Not With drugs. Does. I mean some people are on drugs, but not everyone does drugs. I know. Some people are sober. Anyways, <laughs> that was my introduction to Fuse Beats was the rave scene. So you trade candy, which is like bracelets with words on them. One of my favorites I ever got was Zip Zap. And it had was made of mustaches and it was electric purple and electric green. And I loved it. Hmm. I don't know why there was a mustache <laughs> on it because it said Zip Zap, but I loved it. <laughs> I actually think it's in a bag in my corner over here. Um, the hashtag Perler Beads on Instagram has 525 thousand posts as of today which i feel like is a lot as of for... easter 2020 yes oh yes today is easter isn't it? <laughs> yeah happy easter if you're into that thing <laughs> so as i said earlier uh fuse beads can be a professional art famous i use air quotes fuse bead artist i never heard of him today <laughs> until today kyle mccoy made a scene of the simpsons springfield that was over 40 square feet that is huge yeah it is. square feet is how massive. do you iron that <laughs> I think you would have to do it in sections. Yeah. You would have to do it in sections. Or have one big-ass pegboard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually saw when I was doing some research, not sure how accurate this is, but the first pegboard was made out of wood pegs, not plastic pegs, because it was made in the 60s, and obviously wood was yeah easier to come by in the 60s than plastic pegboards. Yeah. So some of my favorite pieces that I've finished are a Darth Vader galaxy piece that I did. It took me 12 hours to do it. I think I spent probably like five or six days, like one to two hours like per day. Like on average, I think I spent two hours per day for like five or six days finishing that stinking perler. <laughs> it looks awesome though. I have it somewhere. I'll have to show it to you. Uh, I did a Patrick Star today. <laughs> I'm excited about that one. Some of my favorite pieces I've ever seen though have been in Paradiso, obviously, because that's the biggest festival I've ever been to and yeah. people are pretty artsy craftsy. But yeah. <laughs> 
that is my first topic. So obviously you haven't ever, I mean, I guess you know what they are. You just didn't know them as fuse beads when I first said it, right? Right. I didn't know what they were called. Okay. You want to see my Patrick? Yeah, do. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. You just kept getting it closer and closer. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I wasn't sure how focused it was from far away. And they wanted you to be able to see his little hypnotic eyes. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Yeah, we used to do that at day camp. I mean, I probably played with them in, like, kindergarten or something. I knew what they were when I saw them the first time. But yeah. before you start your topic, I'm going to plug my computer in. I'm going to grab another drink. Okay. Hey. Hey, what'd you get? One of these. Ooh, yum. Just a Safeway brand. Yeah. I mean, I like Safeway brand. I just got it to put vodka in it, so it's fine. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) What is your second topic? All right. So we're all stuck inside, bored, running out of things to do. So my second thing is streaming services. Yes. Those make me happy. (laughs) Because what else are we doing? Definitely like that. So basically, I thought we'd just talk about things we like on there. And the only notes I have are basically the amount of streaming services that there are. <laughs> How many are there, actually? Uh, 200 plus worldwide, it looks like. Holy Moses. Yeah, you can get real niche. And also, each country kind of has their own things. So this only has, the article that I read listed six countries. Or six. The UK is one of their things. So like England, Ireland, Scotland. I don't know, mm-hmm. actually. Because this was written in January, which was after Brexit. So I don't know exactly which countries they're including in the UK. <laughs> but <laughs> I love that you know that. <laughs> that makes me happy. Well, I also listen to a news podcast. So there we go. They have a like a UK correspondent that they bring on whenever there's something happening over there. Oh, legit. Yeah, his name's Dave. He's fun. We like him. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So some of the things that they included, I think, are questionable as, you know, calling them streaming services. But we'll get to that. So according to this list, the U.S. has 112 streaming company brand services. (laughs) Okay. I don't know what to call them. I mean, I feel like saying streaming services six more times is going to be weird, but... So, like, the major ones, obviously, right? Netflix. The big three are Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Yes. But then you can get real niche. There are two different horror ones, Shudder, and it's not Scream, but it's another S word. And then, like, Crunchyroll is specifically for anime. Disney Plus, obviously, for Disney freaks. Yeah. Did you know that this is not the first iteration of a Disney streaming service, though? No, because apparently not. there was another one, Disney Plus something, and they were like partnered with another company. I don't know. I did not know that. Yeah, me either. <laughs> cool beans. Okay. So then the other five countries that were in the article, it looks like excluding things like, you know, that are available worldwide, like Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all of that. These are just like unique to that country. Okay. So outside of the major ones, the UK has 21, Canada 10. Which is surprising to me. That's the actually the lowest is Canada. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Australia has 13, India has 12, and China has 19. I don't know why it only included India and China for non-English speaking countries. Because, <laughs> well, I don't know if like... I know Mexico has several. One of my partners at work invested in a streaming service down there recently. It was supposed to go live, but it didn't because Corona. Hmm. Well, this was written in January, so... Yeah, I don't know if... (laughs) I don't know why there are no other countries included on the list. I'm sure there are other 
non-English speaking countries that have their own streaming services yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. Especially because like China seemed like kind of a curveball to me if they're not including like South Korea. Yeah. Because K-dramas and also Japan's not on this list. <laughs> I'm not big into like the TV scene, so I'm not sure what the... Yeah. K-dramas are huge. They're like all over Netflix. What so... are they? <laughs> what? What are they? It's like Korean soap operas. They're great. Okay. K-drama. <laughs> that makes sense. I was like, what yeah. is K-drama? Like K-pop and J-pop or Korean pop and <clears throat> yes. Japanese pop? Yeah. Japanese pop. I should have known that, but yeah. I didn't. It's a K-drama. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know why. Because those are the other two that I would have included on a list if I had to choose. But I don't know. <laughs> like India right. makes sense because Bollywood. That's a thing. Uh, and then China's big, I guess. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I am surprised that Japan doesn't have one. Or at least that they're not included Or that they didn't list. list it. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. Where did you get this information, Emily? I literally just typed in list of all streaming services. And it was like over 200. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to write down numbers then. Because <laughs> I was. <laughs> my original plan was to list off all the, all the ones. But I forget how niche they get. <laughs> but if there's 200 of them, hell no. Yeah. That's going to be the whole episode. <laughs> It's just me yes. naming websites. So people who no longer use cable and just go to the internet for their visual services, stimulation, you know, viewing, streaming. Pleasure. Yeah. They're like streaming, you know, cord cutters is what they're called. I wrote down cord co- cutters. <laughs> <laughs> just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay. I just like to look up and see what old people are mad at millennials about today and cord cutters are one of those things also it's not really millennials that they're mad at it's usually gen z Mm -hmm. we just get the blame they just don't understand what the word millennial actually means no so okay some of the things that they included on the list were questionable to me because i would not have included twitter youtube and facebook as streaming services just because (laughs) yeah well i I would consider, I mean... I think you can count YouTube premium if you're, like, stretching what you call a streaming service. But to me, a streaming service is for companies who are making products, <laughs> like, big big companies who are making, like, big budget things on, like, sets. <laughs> Not, like, I can Not, like, Twitter picture. TV or Instagram Live or... Yeah, like, I can like Facebook take a live. video yeah. of someone driving through a puddle real fast and, and post it on YouTube and, like, that's not... You're not, st- you're watching a video. It's not streaming. <laughs> I mean, okay. So th- <laughs> this is me, me being my nerdy media major self. Mm-hmm. I can see how those services could technically cons- be considered streaming. Twitter, their Twitter TV is kind of a little weird. They uh, have some contracts with like sports networks. So they show games live, okay. <laughs> which is basically what puts them in the streaming. Okay. That one, that one, I think, I feel like is a little bit debatable. That makes it a little more valid. But like Facebook and such, people record episodes on there all the time for like special books for special kids. I mean, I would consider that a streaming service. Like you could consider Facebook a streaming service for that. Like I don't see it that way. (laughs) Because also, I mean, what... I mean, what is technically a streaming service, right? What's the definition of that? Like companies producing a product, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it's different if you're just like, I I call myself a company, <laughs> and then I buy a fucking digital camera or record it on my phone. <laughs> like I don't consider that streaming. But there are like special books for special. I'm just gonna use them as an example because <laughs> I don't that's... even know what that is. It is 
a person who finds individuals with special needs and goes and interviews them because he wants to have the world see that even though there are special things about them that they're still just human like he's talked to burn victims he's talked to autistic people he's talked to all sorts of various 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 disabilities and life hindrances and things it's fascinating but i'm going to use him as or that show as an example he regularly goes and records these episodes with professional cameras professional lighting there's a consistent flow to each episode he records i mean i would for me i would consider that i would consider facebook a streaming service simply because special books for special kids is a brand in itself and it's creating these episodes that stream on facebook does that make sense (laughs) i know i absolutely understand what you're saying I just don't think that they should be included in streaming. <laughs> okay. Because here's a th- my problem with things like that <laughs> from just like the small creator side of things. When you have YouTube as a business, anyone can upload and make money on that, right? Mm-hmm. And then here comes Will Smith, <laughs> who gets fucking 11 million views on his first video or whatever. And the people who sell ads can say, why do we want to continue supporting you? when people are watching Will Smith. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) I just don't think that it's fair that way. (laughs) But anyway. That's true. Streaming services. (laughs) Um, Oh, also, (laughs) they included Hoopla, which is not really streaming. Okay, so Hoopla... I don't know what that is. Hoopla, Overdrive, and Libby are all basically digital versions of the library. So the library signs up to use that platform and then... They had they purchased so many copies of an audiobook or whatever digital file, like a movie or something. Mm-hmm. And then you can rent it that way and you get to keep it for like two weeks or whatever. And then it just gets returned to the library. I wouldn't consider that streaming, though, because how is that any different than if I just go buy something on Kindle? <laughs> I mean, that's how Netflix started out. And Netflix wasn't a streaming service. It was a DVD to your door service. <laughs> that's true. But I mean, I guess I don't know. I can see how they're the all these ones are streaming services, but I mean I see also see your point where these you could argue that they're not. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, also, I just had a random thought. Yeah. This was written in January. Did it include Quibi, the new streaming service? It did. I didn't think that okay. it was going to because none of the other one, articles that I looked at had, but it was on there, which I okay. still don't understand. Interesting. I've only seen the commercials, but like I don't understand what Quibi is. Aren't they like 10-minute episodes or something? Well, like okay, here's the thing. I thought that that's what it was, right? Because there's like a commercial with Chance the Rapper, and he's like, oh, how long is that going to take? And the maitre d' like, oh, it'll just be one Quibi, Mr. Chance. And he's like, the rapper. It's Mr. the Rapper. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a dumb joke. <laughs> But also, when you watch the commercial, it's showing, like, actual movie. Like, The Fugitive is supposed to be on there. And, like, actual movies. And I'm like, are you showing me The Fugitive in 10-minute chunks? (laughs) Oh, God. That'd be terrible. (laughs) Yeah. So I have no idea what Quibi is. I feel like I need to look look into that because... Yeah. Interesting. But I am glad that your list included that because that means they've done some sort of extensive research. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So... I mean, obviously, everyone's talking about the Tiger King. I still haven't watched it. (laughs) (laughs) My friends and I did a virtual happy hour with trivia. And on Friday, our whole entire trivia was about... Tiger and Tiger King trivia. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking slayed. I was so excited. Nice. <laughs> I don't know if that's something to be excited about, but <laughs> I was excited at one because I'm competitive. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Oh, my Tuesday is spoken for, so don't even think about texting me. 
Okay. What okay. do you have going on on Tuesday? They put Sorry, up. What is streaming up, on Tuesday? They put up part four of Terrace House. Oh. Oh, that reminds me. <laughs> I mean, me. part three. Did I say part four? Because I meant part three. You said part four. It's but that reminds three. me, they put a follow up episode to Tiger King on today that I need to watch. Oh. Okay. I'll do that after this. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, so I am not a huge movie person. Me either. Actually, it's too much. I I don't want to invest that much time. I'll watch many episodes of a show, but I can jump out every half hour <laughs> with the exactly. movie. I have to watch the whole thing. I think it's just because I'm non-committal. Yeah, I think if I don't like a show, I can too. watch an episode and be like, "No, nah, I'm good." <laughs> but exactly. with the movie, it's just... like now I don't know what happened. Also, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Past traumas make me feel bad when I quit things. <laughs> So once I start a movie, I feel like I'm committed and right. Like you like owe I'm it trapped. to the movie to finish it because someone put yeah. their work into it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think as an artist, I understand that too. But like, uh, I just yeah, definitely give me half hour streaming episodes or yeah. maybe in Quibi ten minute episodes. I guess I still don't understand. <laughs> me either. Can I Google that right now? Would you be like offended if I Googled that? No, absolutely. Like, go for what it. Exactly. Quibi is okay. <laughs> Quibi is an American short-form mobile video platform headquartered in L.A., founded in 18, by Jeffrey Katzenberg. Thanks, Contact. Jeff. What do you do? <laughs> the company plans to spend $1.1 billion on commissioning original content in its first year, totaling 8,500 short-form episodes and including over 175 shows. Uh-huh. Here we go. Unlike many streaming video platforms, Quibi's content is specific specifically made to be streamed only on mobile devices and can be viewed in either horizontal or vertical video with a user able to shift to one or the other within the same video. Instead of typical half-hour TV episodes or two-hour films, content on Quibi will be delivered in episode chapters of 10 minutes or less. So you're going to show me The Fugitive in 10-minute chunks. Yes. That's the worst. (laughs) That's the answer to that question. Are they going to cut right in the middle of the speech? Have you ever seen The Fugitive? No. There's a speech about finding The Fugitive. It's like the biggest, it's the the big speech in the movie. But like, it's, where's the 10 minutes in that? It's a long speech. I mean, I don't know if it's, it's 10 in... minutes, but. But if it's in the middle of a 10 minute Exactly. Segment, if it's, chop? it's, if it's the last half, or the, yeah, the last half of the 10 minute segment, then. Chop, chop. <laughs> yeah. So Terrace House is great. I love reality TV. Terrace House is beautiful and wonderful and I love it. What's it about? <laughs> It's basically the Japanese real world, okay. but everyone's like, not everyone's nice. I won't go that far, but it's much nicer than American TV because like <laughs> Americans are the only ones who want that much drama, really. Uh, so everything's all like, imagine if, what's his name? Polly D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking Jersey Shore. What? <laughs> I was thinking Jersey Shore. I know you were. No, I'm thinking of a director, the one who does everything symmetrically. R- Moonrise Kingdom, and... Damn it. Hold on, I have to look I don't it up. know. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I know your name. Wes Anderson. Okay, so imagine if Wes Anderson made a reality show. Everything's all, like, cool tones and super modern architecture. They get, like, a fancy house, and the shots are all, like, the, the kitchen. They get a long table... <laughs> do you like my arm motions? Yes, they get I do. a long table. A long table. And it's shot down the table like this, right? <laughs> so, like, the camera's at the end, and there's three chairs on each side because there's six people living there. And it's just very, it's very centered. It's real good. 
Yeah. So that's my Netflix watch right now. Hulu. I do the Hulu. I pay for no commercials because I don't want to watch the commercials. Nobody likes commercials. Exactly. So I pay for the Hulu and then that's where I watch all my like shows that are all on at the same time because I watch a lot of primetime network shows, but I just watch them the next day when they're on Hulu. But also watch (laughs) if you are a documentary person, even if you're not a documentary person, watch Three Identical Strangers. What is that about? Oh my god. (laughs) It makes me so angry (laughs) and sad, but also you laugh and like, it's very confusing feelings. Oh, I don't know if I can handle that. (laughs) It starts out, I mean, it's super interesting, but it's like, why? Why? Why did this happen? (laughs) Like, why? Is it Uh, real? Yes, it's so infuriating. It's three, basically, okay, so the premise is three triplets were uh, put up for adoption when they were born. And they got okay. adopted out separately and never knew that they were triplets. Okay. Until they, two of them went to college and met each other because <laughs> they went to the same college. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So, and then the story unfolds from there and it's so good and you need to watch it. Amazon okay. Prime, I have, I don't watch anything on there. <laughs> Basically, called- mine are Netflix and Hulu. We watch a lot of YouTube. Mm-hmm. Same. And a lot of YouTube. We watch Netflix. We watch some Hulu, occasionally some Amazon Prime, not often, because not often is there not another service we can, like, find a show on. Yeah. Uh, Other than that. I think that's about it. Yeah. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, so. Or I didn't in the past just because I was so caught up with school. Now that I have some free time. Now you have some free time, you need to watch Three Identical Strangers. And Kim's Place. Kim's Convenience. Oh, that's what it is. Kim's Convenience. Oh, it's so good. Okay. (laughs) And also Tara's house, except it's obviously it's in Japan, so it's Japanese with English subtitles. But that's what I'm doing Tuesday, so don't call me. Okay. I will not call you or text you on Tuesday. Okay. Anyway, what do you got? Anyways, are you ready mm-hmm. for my fourth, or not my fourth topic, our fourth topic, my second topic? Yeah. You're going to laugh at this so hard. <laughs> I said that earlier, but you're really going to laugh at this one. Backstreet Boys. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. The Backstreet Boys make me happy. Yeah. You're probably not surprised. So the Backstreet Boys, they were formed in Orlando, Florida in 1993. I was one years old. <laughs> in, in 1993? Yes. I was a few months old, depending on when they started. <laughs> right. I don't actually know the specific date, but probably early 1983. So probably before your birthday. My birthday's in May, so... <laughs> I know, but judging by the 1993 history of them, mm. I'm going to assume that it was early 1993 that they formed. So, obviously, we know the band members. AJ, Howie, Nick, Kevin, Brian. Side note, Kevin and Brian are cousins. Did you know that? <laughs> you say, well, obviously, we know the band members. Like, I knew that. <laughs> you didn't know the band members? <laughs> Is oh. Nick, Nick Lachey? <laughs> what, who are they? <laughs> no, that's 98 Degrees, dear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. So we'll go through the band members. Oh, Nick Carter. Yes, Nick okay. Carter. Uh, AJ McLean. He wears eyeliner. He was like the edgier one. Is he the old one? Wasn't there an old one? Um, or was I that mean, in sync? One of them was, was like quite a bit older, right? Yeah, Kevin. Kevin's a little bit older. Okay. He's not super old. I mean, he looks older, but I don't think he's like super old. I think he's the oldest. But mm. So there's Kevin Richardson. So we'll just get him. Uh, Brian Luttrell, who is Kevin's cousin. Howie DeRoe. And then Nick Carter. I was more of a... Nope, never mind. <laughs> 
Well, well, I was going to make a Dream Street joke, but that was uh, Jesse McCartney, not Nick, uh, Aaron Carter. So not never Aaron mind Carter, then. Yes. <laughs> so they had several albums. Their first album was released in 1996. So they reformed in 1983. Uh, it took them three years to come out with their first album. That is because they first performed in Orlando on May 8th, 1993. There we go. Before your birthday. Yeah, barely. Uh, in SeaWorld, our at SeaWorld, actually, in front of 3,000 people. Hmm. That was their very first performance as Backstreet Boys. Uh, they were nearly signed by Mercury Records, but John Mellencamp threatened to leave the label if they <laughs> got into the boy band business. So they were signed by Jive Records in February of 1994 instead. <laughs> I found that hilarious. Yeah. I laughed so hard. Oh, how petty. <laughs> right? God. Uh. Come on, man. They were signed February 1994. Came out with their first album, self-titled Backstreet Boys in 1996. Came out with Backstreet's Back in, or yeah, Backstreet's Back in 1997. Uh, I was five when that came out. <laughs> Millennium came out in 1999. Black and Blue, 2000. Never Gone, 2005. In 2005, Kevin left to pursue, air quote, other interests. And the group released two albums as a quartet, Unbreakable in 2007 and This Is Us in 2009. Kevin rejoined the group in 2012 permanently. And in 2013, they released an album and single called In a World Like This. In 2019, they released DNA and are now on their second world tour in 2020 for DNA. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what else do I have written down? Oh, they are the first boy band to top over... Or sorry, they're the first boy band to top U.S. album charts in three different decades. So 90s, 2000s, and 2010s, which I think is super cool. Mm-hmm. And they have sold over 100 million records worldwide, which makes them the best-selling boy band of all time. Hmm. Even over New Kids on the Block, which I think is interesting. Really? No, because they were short-lived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say. But they are touring today, so. New Kids on the Block? Yeah, they toured last year, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I'm pretty sure. One of my friends, his, her daughter is like obsessed, and I'm pretty sure they went. Last year. Maybe it was I, before. But it was recent. Could not tell you one New Kids on the Block song. I know the song that says New Kids on the Block had a bunch of hits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know anything about New Kids on the Block, but... Isn't that Donnie Wahlberg? I think so. Me too. The Backstreet Boys have made cameo appearances on Sabrina the Teenage Witch and, get this, Arthur. The cartoon? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, they have been... Nominated for eight Grammys as of 2019, four alone in 2000. They received two American Music Awards, five Billboard Music Awards, and two MTV Video Music Awards. A couple little fun facts. Howie went to the same college as NSYNC member Chris Kirkpatrick, and they sung in a choir together before Chris joined NSYNC and Howie joined Backstreet. Nick was 13 when the group was formed in 93. He was the baby. Another fun little tidbit, AJ asked former neighbor Ryan Gosling to join Backstreet Boys in the early days, but he turned the opportunity down. To do Mickey Mouse Club? Or was that after Mickey Mouse Club? Did you know Ryan Gosling was in the Mickey Mouse Club? This was after. Okay. Because Nick Carter was invited to do Mickey Mouse Club and turned it down to join Backstreet. Hmm. Yes. <clears throat> can R- Ryan Gosling, can Ryan Gosling sing? Apparently. Because AJ he sings to- in... Remember the Titans. And I don't remember thinking, wow, he's great. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't watched Remember the Titans in so long. Yeah. He plays Alan. <laughs> oh. I think it's Alan. Anyways, 
So he turned the opportunity down. After the Backstreet Boys got popular and they started topping charts, he called AJ back. AJ never returned his call. <laughs> so now there's this like weird beef between Ryan Gosling and AJ. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was funny. I didn't know that prior to today. Yeah. I was today years old. Uh, they first went platinum in Germany, which I thought was kind of interesting. I mean, I think they would have gone platinum here first, but apparently not. Yeah, I don't know. Germany's a wild country. They are. They do like their pop music, though. They do. So that kind of makes like, sense. Like, what's his name? Baywatch. Oh, 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 oh. Hasselhoff. Yes. <laughs> yeah. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> so, I take it you've never seen the Backstreet Boys. Live? Yes. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not your scene. No. <laughs> your face I don't was like... have anything against, like, boy bands. I just didn't grow up with them, so I'm probably not going <laughs> to switch over now. That was just really funny. <laughs> okay. Well, I have seen them several times. The first time in 97, 98 for their Backstreet's Back tour. You were a Again. child. I was a child. That was my first concert. In fact, so... For Backstreet's Back, I remember sitting in the nosebleeds with my mom and my ears hurt so bad. I remember crying and I think we ended up leaving early because <laughs> my ears hurt so bad. We're in the Tacoma Dome, which has the worst acoustics in the acoustics in the world. Mm-hmm. But like, I left the Backstreet Boys early because I was it's Okay, so I fell asleep it. during my first concert. It was Gretchen Wilson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's a wild one. How'd you fall asleep during that? I think I fell asleep before she even got to the stage. I don't think I made it past the openers. Was that like a fair or was it? She came to the armory in Medford. Okay. So it was late. It was like an actual concert time, but. Yeah. I don't remember actually making it to see her. (laughs) So I saw them again in 1999 and 2000 for their Millennium Tour. I saw them, or sorry, I was supposed to see them in 2001 for Black and Blue, but that show got canceled. That was my first introduction to canceled concerts and I was real (laughs) sad about it. That's when I realized that celebrities are human yeah yeah mine was fallout boy oh it was only like a month they just get it back because someone got sick but i don't remember why this one was canceled uh i saw them in 2018 at their las vegas residency uh called larger than life i saw them in august 2019 for dna and then i tentatively am supposed to see them in august of 2020 for dna times two mm-hmm. but we'll see what corona has to say about that mm-hmm. that is all i have <laughs> To say about the Backstreet Boys. Nice. Yeah, I do not listen to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Would you be able to sing, like, any of their songs if they came on? <laughs> no. No, none of them? I know not even like pi- probably like the, the choruses, chorus. but... <laughs> I love that. You're like, I don't listen to them, but I know their music anyways. That just shows you how massive of stars they well, are. Well, I mean, that's they're on the radio. <laughs> well, I know. But that's but just like, not even the kind of radio that I listened to when I was a kid, so. I think on just, like, a larger scale, it blows my mind that there are people in the world that know, I guess I, I know of artists and songs, too, that I would identify only by that specific verse or part. Yeah. I mean, I was going to say, a lot of people don't listen to the Beatles, but they know Hey Jude, like. This is true. It's just amazing to me that the world exists like that. Sorry, I'll stop getting ethereal. Like, <laughs> philosophical. <laughs> no, they have, what's the song? I want it that way. See, okay, I can't even get to the actual title because there was a website. Have you heard the the problematic parody of that? Probably. <laughs> okay. There was a website called Funny Junk. I don't yes. know if it's still around, but like Forgot my cousins and I junk. used to go on there all the time. <laughs> and there was a version of 
I want it that way, called Which One of Us is Gay, and I do not know the actual words to the real version of that song. Yes, I have <laughs> heard that version. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way. I'm like, I don't know the actual words. I just know the bad ones. <laughs> That's epic. <laughs> and that is all I have to say about the Backstreet Boys. On that note, no pun intended. <laughs> Uh, if you liked what you heard on this episode go let us know on Twitter or Instagram at YesDudePodcast and tell your friends to listen at YesDude on SoundCloud and iTunes and go ahead and give us a like on SoundCloud rate us and review on iTunes if that's how you listen anything else? I don't think so okay Bye. Bye. Happy Easter. See you next Happy week. Happy Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye.